Hi everyone, welcome once again to another episode from Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. As you know, I broadcast a live Elvis show on YouTube every Sunday. Each week we discuss a different Elvis-related topic. This week's topics were the new Sofia Coppola movie Priscilla and the 51st anniversary of Elvis Aloha from Hawaii. I also held a poll asking which Aloha hairstyle fans preferred. The rehearsal concert or the tidier, more styled broadcast show cut? You will hear the results of that poll at the end of this podcast. So sit back, relax and listen to the opinions of the callers to the show. Hi Brent, how are you? Steve, how are you doing today? It's always a pleasure to speak to you, young sir. You know, I... I've had a lot more time to stew a lot of these details over because of the earlier United States release. And I understand if you want to make a brooding kind of cerebral indie film that is more on the contemplative side with a, a little bit of, of uh, you know, sort of um, deep thoughts and stream of consciousness kind of thing. But Jack said something a couple of weeks ago when we were talking. He said how boring it was. And here's the thing. You can make a a, a kind of quiet film still very intriguing and this was not even intriguing on that level yeah well personally for me there was nothing in there that i didn't already know you know i knew what was coming up i knew how it was going to end and all this and all that you know what did you think of the ending where she sort of drives out to the strains of i will always love you well <laughs> First of all, I I don't know if that was a little slap back at EP going, okay, we can't use those songs, but we'll use one of the songs that Elvis could have used. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought, first of all, to have that kind of song, which is a reflection of two people passionately in love who have to say goodbye, if I never knew anything about Elvis, I wouldn't have been convinced that these two characters loved each other or even had a spark whatsoever. Mm. Yeah, it sort of did come across like that, didn't it? Yeah, I, I think I think one thing that I don't know if you agree with this or not. Did it feel very cold and impersonal? I didn't even warm up to one single person on the screen. No, and there was only one laugh. Well, that I could tell from the audience watching it with me, and that was when uh, Priscilla. What's the word I'm thinking of? You know, from school, she graduated. Graduated. She graduated yeah. from high school. When she graduated from high school, and the nun was outside, and and uh, she came out, and he was having a picture taken with the nun, and everything like that, and people, you know, laughed. But that was the only laugh in the movie. So just, you know, you can get that the other two hours was just completely and utterly somber and dark. Well, and the thing is, though, Steve, though I've seen movies before that were somber and. Uh, dark and very uh, intellectual kind of uh, explorations into the human psyche. And they were still interesting. Mm. This didn't even have the interesting aspect. It, it didn't spark anything in your imagination. It didn't make you think about, you know, someone once told me there's two things, uh, two ways to see if a movie really made an impact is when you exit the theater are you thinking about the movie still, or are you thinking about where you're going to go to eat after? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just didn't get that impressionable. And I'm telling you what, it did. That opinion I originally had from three months ago or whatever, it didn't age like wine, my friend. And should we be worried that the casual Elvis fan or the non-Elvis fan thinks that it did not show him in a good light, or is this all going to go away in a few months anyway? It's going to come and go. It's it, it's an indie film. It's 
you know, if you look at the box office grab versus the Elvis movie, um, it's not even a, it's a fly trying that you just swat and then you forget about the fly two seconds later. Mm. It, it's not going to it was trying to um, hone in on a little bit of the Me Too movement combined with uh, let's just slam Elvis, you know, on the heels of his recrudescence kind of mm. and. What we ended up getting was a lot of blowback because I think right around the time Priscilla came out, we had the Christmas special on that just totally wiped the negative Priscilla vibe off the map. Yeah. Now, I, I, I and just so like, all this positivity wins another round. Good, good. I, I'd also like to say, I, I should have said this at the beginning, uh, I, I don't wish this uh, to be an attack on Priscilla herself. This is a review and a critique of the movie. No, whether Priscilla was involved with it is irrelevant. And two, I've seen movies that attack people I like. And if they're done well, I'll still say, hey, it was a great movie. I didn't like the message, but it was done very well. And uh, and so even if this were done well, I would say I I don't like it, but it was still done well. And I didn't like it, and I still didn't think it was done well. Yeah, good. All right, Brent. uh, Thank you, Steve. All right, and thanks for calling in. All the best. All right, you Bye-bye. too, sir. Bye bye. Okay, that was young Brent. Yeah, I just wanted to make uh, you know that clear that this is not an attack uh, directly on Priscilla Presley herself. It's uh, it's it's on the movie. We're critiquing the movie now. There's another young lady here. I want to say hello to, and that is hello, Leslie. Hello. Well, young lady, how are you keeping? Long time no <laughs> speak. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't think much of the Priscilla movie, as you can probably tell from what I said earlier on. No, well, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I've not seen it, and I will not pay to go and see it. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) But what I've gathered and what I've seen, and I have watched things about it and watched the trailers, et cetera, et cetera, and spoken to people that have seen it. I mean, to be honest, Ms. Coppola has an agenda when she makes a film. And that's well known. Yeah. And this film is never going to be about Elvis. And I also think it was rushed and it was a cheap production. Yeah. And the production values weren't what they should have been or could have been. And that she was riding on the coattails of Baz Luhrmann's movie. Mm. So it would have to be rushed because after the Baz Luhrmann movie, you know, proved to be such a success, they had to put all this together. Exactly. Like I said, they were riding on the coattails of the success of that movie. So you're, you, so you're, you're not going to go and, and see it at all, not even if it comes out on DVD or streaming or anything like that? You're not going to watch it, no? I'll, I'll watch it if it comes on streaming. Yeah. But I'm not paying to go to the cinema to watch it. You know, and now whether I will manage to sit all the way through it when it comes to streaming, that's another matter. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll probably be sitting here shouting at the screen. Yeah, oh, I, I had to, I had to bite my lip a few times. I must admit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree with Brent when he said, you know, it's like a fly that you swat and then the, you forget about the fly. I think, yes, it's had a few unfortunate um, effects on people that don't know about Elvis, don't appreciate Elvis, but I think it will be a flash in the pan. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you you don't think it'll do any lasting damage? No, uh, no, and I mean especially with like Brent said, the Christmas special, and then Lisa's book coming out next year, this year. Yeah, you know, I just think Elvis is on the positive 
level and, and this move is not made a dent in it. I'm really, really looking forward to the Lisa Marie book because she she will she will always be the closest to Elvis. You couldn't get anybody. Well, of course, Gladys, but of course, Gladys left us very early on in the, in the story. I think you can always rely on Lisa Marie to have been honest. Yes, yes. She, she said like it was. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, 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 she never struck me as somebody who'd sugarcoat something. She'd just exactly say like it was. Exactly. So I'm, I'm looking forward. I've pre-ordered it and I will, I will pre-order the audio book because I want to hear Riley speak the words and I want to hear Lisa's bits that they use as well. Yeah. Um, let, let me ask you, just going off uh, topic, uh, the, what's the latest on the Circle G, young lady? Well, I wanted to update you on that. Um, regarding the ranch itself, um, <laughs> I will. I might have some news this week. Uh, not good news, I'm afraid, because negotiations have been going on, but they've come to nothing as yet. But um, I do have some plans of how we can sort of put some pressure on the owners to right. try and do something. Right. Um, but that, that'll come this week. But what I'm really excited about is today we've launched the announcement that we're making some annual awards um, starting this year. The first one is the Gary Pepper Memorial Award, which will recognise an individual who's shown the true Elvis spirit, whether that's battling against adversity or striving and succeeding against the odds, or somebody who's just made somebody's life better through their kindness. Very good. The second one is the Elvis Presley Rising Sun Memorial Award. And this is going to go to somebody to recognize the achievements of those benefiting from equine therapy or organizations or individuals providing equine therapy to enhance the lives of others or individuals or organizations involved in horse rescue. So we are looking for nominations. We've already had some and I've only launched it this afternoon. Wow. So if people want to email us at the Circle G Foundation with nominations, um, all applicants must be received by the 1st of April. Mm-hmm. And any nominees who will be able to get to our fundraising event on the 11th of May will be given a complimentary ticket to attend the event. Great. So I'm, I'm, I'm really chuffed about these awards because I think they're really in the spirit of Elvis. Um, you know, you, you always do a great, great job. Uh, where, where, whatever you do, you always do a great job, and particularly for the Circle G Foundation as well. And thank we, you. We do thank you for that. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's it. Is it for now? Yeah, I think. Right. Yeah, uh, do you want a quick story about Elvis from Love, Hawaii? Yes, yes, please. Oh, yes, of course. With it being the fifty-first anniversary, yes. Back, back, going way back when the album was released. I pre-ordered it. Now, how old would I be in 1970? <laughs> I would be 12. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, pe- people are f- furiously doing the maths now. <laughs> oh, well, <yeah. laughs> um, so I pre-ordered the album and I was so excited. And I ordered it from a little local record store. And the day after release, I was up there to collect it. I walked into the record store. And can you imagine... 12-year-old Leslie's face when she stood there and they'd actually sold my copy of the album to somebody else. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my goodness. Did you, go, did you go bright red in the face with temper? <laughs> I would have. Temper or tears at that age, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. So I went home, told my dad, <laughs> and bless him, he went back in and he must have read them the riot act. Yeah. Uh, because two days later, I, I had the album. 
<laughs> Lovely. That's a great story. That. But how dare they? But they, well, they were they, they were the good old days, though, weren't they? When you had to pre-order things, you had to wait for them to be delivered to the record shop. I remember waiting outside record shops f- for the records to come in, for the deliveries to come in. Just great. It was nothing quite like getting that album in your hand yeah. and going home. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Leslie, it's always a pleasure to speak to you, and I love it when you call in. Thanks very, very much. Take care. Thanks. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, yes, that was Leslie. I forgot I've got to do the before we go on to the next caller. I will do the poll because I want to, um, and, and it, it's it's this one. Okay, uh, again, it's um, what we call Aloha from Hawaii orientated. The theme is, uh, and I got this from the Discord channel the other day because people, uh, somebody said something about, I think it was Dylan, said that he he loved his hair on the rehearsal because we know that they did the rehearsal, then Elvis watched the playback tapes and he didn't like his hair, so he had the haircut on the 13th for the 14th. So his hair is vastly, vastly different, as we know, watching the rehearsal and watching the one that was broadcast live. And... Uh, yeah, that it's a very, very simple poll this week. Which is your favourite hair? The Aloha from Hawaii rehearsal show on the 12th or the Aloha live show on the 14th? And I'm going to start that now. So that should come up and show on your screen now. And please get voting away on that. Which is your favourite hair? The, the uh, rehearsal show on the 12th or the 14th, the broadcast show. Sorry to keep you waiting, young sir, but I am going to go over now and I am going to say, hello, Dylan, how are you? Hello, Steve, sir. Oh, you're coming through loud and clear. That is good. Steve, I have got an absolute zinger for you. You are going to love this. I can hardly wait. What is it? So, so I checked the soundboard just to make sure that this is true. And it is. And, oh boy, it is a zinger. Are you ready for this? Okay. So, so to picture the scene, it's January, February 1971 in Vegas on stage. And, El- and word gets to Elvis that Hal Wallace is in the crowd. And this was the time where Carl falling in love was like in the middle of a set. Uh-huh. So before singing, he goes, ladies and gentlemen, word just got to me that Mr. Hal Wallace is in the crowd. And, you know, me and Mr. Wallace made, you know, some great films and I really enjoyed my time with Mr. Wallace. And one of the movies we did was called Blue Hawaii. And one of the biggest songs from that movie was called Carol Falling in Love With You. So, Mr. Wallace, if this... So, Mr. Wallace, if you, if you are here, this one is for you. And if you're not here, then I don't care because we're doing it anyway. All right, play it, go on. <laughs> right, and, and that's... A, that. And that's on a soundboard recording, is it? Yeah, that is absolutely that is absolutely true. Right. Okay. Now I don't recall ever hearing that, and I, I must admit I have heard a lot of soundboard recordings. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'll have to I'll have to fish that one out. And when when was it recorded? Uh, I don't know the exact date, but it's the January February seventy one right. regular season. Right. Oh well, that'll take a little so bit of planning through. Fish, so I will fish out the date for you. Oh, great! Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. But yeah. And then I've also got something to say about the movie. Priscilla? Yeah. Okay. You've watched it, obviously. No. Oh, okay. I'm not going to. All right, fair enough. Because it's it's rushed. And plus, we've we've had the story. 
twice. Yeah. We've had it in the book and we've had it in the first film. So essentially, it's the same story again. So I don't see the reason for it to be told a third time. And plus, it's from the same person's perspective. So it's just all going to be the same. No matter what movie you watch, it's going to be exactly the same. One of the huge things that I noticed that she changed from the book to the movie this time was the uh, the, mm. c- the scene where she goes up to the hotel suite to tell him and he forces himself on her. Um, she, yeah. said, she said that it went through to completion in the book, I believe, but in the movie, she just pushes him off. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not going to watch it, but it's nothing to do with Priscilla like herself. No, it's no. just, it's just the fact that it's the production could be so much better. I feel mm-hmm. having oh. your like 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 Leslie was saying like I've seen the trails and stuff, and it did seem like it was kind of done on a whim when they could have maybe took some time to do it. Well, the ending, I I felt the ending was very very rushed and very concertina. Yeah. It, it went from her meeting Mike Stone to uh, her driving off through the gates of Graceland in a couple of minutes almost. Oh, yeah. So So very, very rushed. I know the answer to the poll that you, um, because it's it's thanks to you that I've done this poll, uh, because you mentioned you loved Elvis's rehearsal here and not the uh, the 14th. So I know what you voted for. You voted for obviously the 12th. The 12th. Right, and here's why. Elvis, see, we all know Elvis looked a million dollars. Yes. One four teams. Yeah. And he was so primmed and proper. But there's something about that rough and ragged look mm. that's just charming. And it's like, this is a guy who's extremely nervous. Yeah. And, and and this is a guy who's maybe not had the time to kind of like prepare yet, like just yet. I saw um, Leon uh, A to Z, isn't it, uh, Elvis? Rick. He, 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 oh, so is it Rick? I beg your pardon. Leon yeah, is the other yeah. one that does the, the first take to last take, isn't it? Rick did yeah. Rick did a uh, the 14th and the 12th side-by-side CC rider, and it's fascinating to watch, actually. It really is. No, right. Again, I'm going to get geeky, so okay. I apologise for this. The end of CC rider, right, you listen to Ronnie talk, okay? Yeah, he is using those double pedals like his life depends on it. He's not using just one pedal and you're one for show, like a lot of rock and roll drummers. Well, quote unquote rock and roll because rock and roll isn't rock and roll anymore, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> but you know, like Ronnie is a re- is one of the best rock and roll drummers without doubt for me, yeah, personally. And oh, but I've got another stop again. I'll make it quick because it won't personally so I'll make it quick. Okay. So there's a gentleman who plays in an Elvis tribute band who plays for tribute artists and his name is Jason Russo. Mm-hmm. And he met Ronnie Tut like quite a few times. And one of the times he met him, he goes, Ronnie, what was going on in Aloha? You know, like you wasn't really yourself that night. And Ronnie goes, do you want to know why? He goes, why? He goes, well, because Elvis was nervous as hell that night. Mm. So it made us all nervous. <laughs> so I was like, Ugh. Well, um, uh, another thing that I found, it wasn't actually on the 14th, the broadcast show, but the 12th, the yeah. uh, the, the flautist during the flute solo on American Trilogy misses a couple of notes. 
Have you ever, have you ever noticed that? Yeah, and 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 have you noticed on Burning Love, he 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 essentially does the same verse the whole way through. Yeah. Yes. Well, Which I know. Is, I know. On the fourteenth, he asked for cue cards to be held up for some of the songs, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Welcome visit, to my world was one of them. Yeah. There's a, and and you know on the wide shot, you can even see it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's, mm-hmm. pho- there's photographs of them holding up the cards. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's Alrighty. It from- great. Great to hear from you, Dylan. All the best. Uh, All the best. Thank bye. 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 Hello, Carolina. So, how are you today? <laughs> Good, how are you? Yes, great. I mean, I'm enjoying this one because the 51st anniversary of Aloha. Yes, it's awesome. And um, just to get straight to the poll, I agree with Dylan 100%. I'm going with rehearsal hair. Oh, right, on the hair. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. The, the, sh- the shaggy look. Yeah, the shaggy look. I don't know <laughs> what it is, and Dylan tried to explain it a little bit, and he's right, it's that rugged look, or I don't know what it is, but... I think it, I think there might me, actually be a name for it. Is it called bedhead? Is it like when most people call, maybe, call out of bed? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's my vote. It's an easy one for me this week. Um, so for Priscilla, I haven't actually seen the movie. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to see it, but right now it's streaming in in the U.S. And it's actually cost probably more than if you go to the theater because it's streaming for $20 Mm -hmm. on Prime, Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. My sister's like, do you want to see it? I said, no way. I'm not paying that. And um, so I haven't seen it. I've I've just seen clips and reviews. And it's from what I've seen, it just looks dark, as many have mentioned. Mm -hmm. And... Ultimately, and I think it was mentioned on the chat somewhere, there is going to be like a little bit of negativity. It's going to come and go, but people are going to try to pick and choose things from the movie as they usually do from his life to either gain some attention or benefit from it in some sort of way. Um, And it was mentioned in the chat that Vanilla Ice just recently spoke about it. And I saw that clip where he called Elvis weak for not overcoming whatever issues he may have been experiencing um, during that time. And it's just like ridiculous that um, people like Vanilla Ice want to compare themselves to him. You shouldn't be comparing to each other in the first place, let alone to Elvis. So it's really sad that those kind of things happen. But I think it's just going to fade away as everyone has mentioned. And hopefully those instances are few and far in between and we can move on from there because there's so many great things happening this year. Yeah. And you just kind of list them. Like you have like Baz eventually is going to tell us something. Um, We have now Lisa's book coming out, which is going to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, I already pre-ordered the hardcover book and I'm going to do the audio too because I want to listen to those bits or whatever they happen to include. I'm sure they're going to include something. And I think she's going to talk about, you know, of course she's going to talk about Elvis. Of course she's going to talk about her kids, her marriages, and maybe probably a little bit about Scientology. But I'm wondering, is she going to talk about her mom? like well, what that conflict was um it, yeah i mean it it does say um what, what was it say? it said something some, oh a com- complicated relationship with her mother priscilla complicated okay. yeah. yeah yeah so i'm wondering how in depth that's gonna be so 
Um, we'll see, but that's something to look forward to because you'll get a real, like, authentic sort of description of what her life was like. And I'm so glad that she had a chance to do this, although she didn't get a, a chance to finish it. I know Riley will honor her mom and I expect nothing less from her from what we have seen so far. Yeah. So I'm really, you know, I'm really happy that that's happening and I'm hopeful that it will be a good thing. And then of course, you know, his 90th birthday is coming up and people are planning to meet up and there's going to be a big celebration and that's exciting. All of those things are exciting and fun and positive and good. And that's what we should be looking forward to. I hate all the other negativity. I give it no life whatsoever. So that's why I feel like I wanted to come on here and say that your channel and the Discord, I've said this to you before, um, but your your channel and our Discord chat is like a, a great family for Elvis to have for us to communicate on a daily basis if we want to um and it's been a place where you can make real friends yes. that are like-minded yes and you know negativity and some you know other things sneak in there but we don't give it any energy and it fades away like all the negative energy that comes towards all this. So I'm just thankful and I'm appreciative of it. I've made a lot of good friends and um, hopefully we can just continue to promote his legacy as he deserves. And that's what we're here to do. We, we forgot something else as well, because um, we were talking about last week as well, this um, uh, hologram show that's supposed to be opening in London. Oh, that's right. See, that's another, that's, that, right. that, that's another positive thing. I know some people have said, no, I'm, I'm not in it. I'm not, you know, I'm not into um, it and all this and all that, but I still think it's a positive thing as far as Elvis is, yeah. is concerned. I'm in it to, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. Mm. I want to see, and if it's done the right way, it could be wonderful. If they bring it to the U.S., it's wonderful. I'm willing to go to London if that's what it takes to to see it. But eventually, I'm sure they're going to bring it to America. Well, it's supposed um, to be. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be in uh, Las Vegas as well. Yeah, yeah. So either way, I I want to experience it. I want to see it for myself. Of course, nothing is ever going to be the same. No, nothing is going to ever um, allow you to see him if you never got the chance like me. But it's a step in the right direction if it's done well, especially for the younger the younger generation. Yeah. Um. It's it it allows the younger generation to see and to know and to learn about him in the right way if it's done right. And it motivates them to learn more because once you, just like the movie and just like other things that, that come that are a little bit more modern, it, it allows the younger fans to see what he's all about. And then they deep dive and then they really learn what he is all about and once you once you learn what he is really all about it's all good it's all good in and out very very mm -hmm. well said carolina very very well said Alrighty. all right well thanks for, thanks thank for calling you. in already bye 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 hi priscilla hey steve my boy how are you ah, i'm doing well now uh where will we start will we start with the hair first 
Oh, either of them. I'm happy. As long as it's on his head, I don't care where it is. <laughs> no, you've got to pick one, you naughty lady. No, no. I, and, and I saw that even somebody said in the chat, I think it might have been Jack. Oh, finally, an easy question. Yeah. That's like picking your favourite child. <laughs> you can't do that, Steve. No, no. I love him. I yeah. love him. Woolly, our niece. Or I love him. Yeah, it was it was Dylan, it was Dylan's idea. He gave me the idea for the the, the you know which uh, which hair was the best because he said he liked the rehearsal hair in in Discord there a couple of days ago. And I thought I'm going to throw this out to the Discord community and see what they say. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Priscilla? She's yeah, of course I do. It's about me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I can't talk about Priscilla, Steve, because I haven't seen it. Ah, fair. But enough. I I told you a long time ago I didn't plan to. Mm. Um. I'm not into people bashing. These are all parts of Elvis's lives. We can't love one side of it without acknowledging all of it. Um, do I have any urge to see it? Absolutely not. Fair enough. Um, I, 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 remember, I remember we talked about this before. I think it was so poorly timed. Yeah. I mean, if they were to do something, let the, ba- the glory that are, uh, surrounded um, the Elvis movie, Baz's movie, it should not have been, um, I think it was too close, too hot, the cold tails of that. And so then one is 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 forced to um, surmise that that just only be financial yeah, rather yeah. than, well, when, than when, in, when, in any way. Well, when you heard what I said about it earlier on, you, you probably feel you've made the right decision anyway, yeah? Absolutely, Steve. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think that, I, and, and Carolina so very eloquently uh, said it, uh, and I've always said it. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm always trying to look on the positive of these things, and I think such an injustice has been done to Elvis. Yeah. In in how he's now um, caricature, uh, caricature, like a caricature of himself. Caricatured, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that's such an injustice to a man who did so much uh, good for for music, for Memphis, for. The South of America for the whole of the American continent, um, for the whole of the world, we could keep going all day. Um, I think it's so it's so sad that um, it's now so far in the past that it's being distorted. So my focus is and always will be to promote him and to help people understand the kind of human being that he was and the amazing musician that he was. Mm. And I do that by trying to focus on the positives, Steve. And um, I don't think anyone's going to be talking about Priscilla this time next year. We're still talking about Baz's movie. I think that most of the people who would have gone to see that movie would either be um, some kind of Elvis fan. Um, I don't know any of my, you know, non-Elvis fan friends who have said to me, oh, I want to go and see that movie. Uh, Yet I had non-Elvis fans friends who who said oh can i go and see that elvis movie with you well do you know what i I, you've just you've just reminded me to tell everybody something actually there was a lot of young people in the audience in my screening as well which surprised me i thought it'd all be people my age but there was a lot of younger people as well which surprised me but you see there you go you can read too much into that now right steve Uh now this is i'm gonna be very careful how i put this across um uh were they there for the movie or were they there for the environment that a dark room and a 
and um, unsupervised space no, gives no. them. No, 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 no. They were, a lot of them. A lot of them were with their parents, their mother and father as well. Maybe they were dragged there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't think we'll be talking about it this time next year. No, and no, I, I think no, no. that um, I think that uh, you know how it's being perceived so far or anybody that I have known that has seen it and their comments and I've eagerly awaited your your um, because I think that Steve you're very objective in those things and sometimes I don't share your objectiveness but I think you were truthful and honest and um, you know um, I think that I haven't even watched the trailer I refuse and I know people don't believe me when I don't I refuse to engage with that because again, I don't think it's 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 right in the right light. Yeah, well, like I said, my my excuse more than anything else was I wanted to go and see it so as I could tell everybody on the on the channel what it was. Was it good? Was it bad? Give it a chance and everything like that. So we should give it a chance, or we should we shouldn't <clears throat> shut down anything because that's closing our minds. Elvis was the most progressive human being for his time. He wouldn't have shut anything down. He would have listened and then said, "No, I don't like it," or "Yes, I do like it." So I don't think we should be closed minded. Mm-hmm. Now I. I'm not going to see this movie because I've seen the movie before. I've read the book and I think I'm not being closed minded. I've decided I don't like it. And so I'm not going to go and see this version. Well, I mean, there was no, there was, there was never ever going to be nothing new in there anyway. So, you know, there was going to be no surprises for, for us. Oh, for there Har- were going to be a few take backs though, Steve. I didn't know there was going to be a few take backs. <laughs> uh, listen, now something we will be, talking about uh, very shortly actually in October of this year will is the Lisa Marie uh, autobiography are you excited about that are you oh Steve do you know what I can't describe the elation that that gave me the other day at the same time humongous sadness and I really don't want to drag the mood down but the last of Lisa Marie has been uh, uh, humongous to me it's hard um, to believe it's a year again, isn't it oh Steve I mean can I just like that woman was, I grew up with her. Mm. I read all the news articles, all the magazines that she appeared in. All the, I, I followed her. I feel like I knew her, and I know this is awful because I didn't, but I feel like I knew her. I grew up with her. She was my last link to Elvis, which I know he has grandchildren and everything, but she knew him. Yeah. And he was her daddy. Yeah, exactly. She's the closest. And, she's the closest uh, we now have to Elvis, anyway. And uh, the loss of her, uh, it was very difficult for me to process and very difficult for me to, and still is, because sometimes mm. I, I think the other day I just cried. I just cried so hard because I think people don't understand. They think I'm half mad. Now, I mean, probably a little more than half if the truth be known. <laughs> but I think that I, I feel her loss so keenly still. Yeah. And the notion that we might have her words um, and not twisted words, not retelling of her stories her words Mm -hmm. and I truly believe that uh, Riley is the keeper of the keys now and she will she's a very sensible woman Uh, we've had this conversation before too I think she's very clever she's you know she has tremendous ability and she is as much a keeper of Elvis's um, legacy uh, as she is her mother's because she knows how much Elvis's legacy meant to her mother. You can rest assured that when it comes out and I have a chance to read it, I will tell everybody on this channel what I thought of it anyway. Yeah, I, I, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm just so excited. Yeah. It's like a last little. It's like a last little gift from her, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. All righty. Okay. Thanks, Priscilla. All the best to you. Cheers. Steve. Talk to you again. Have a great week. Okay. See same you to you. Bye bye. Bye. Let's have a look at the poll because um, I'm very, very, very interested to see who voted for what. Which is your favourite here? End poll. And it was a lower rehearsal, only 38%. And the live show after he had the hair cut was um, 61%. So the the 14th, the actual broadcast show, 61% and 38% was the rehearsal. I would have been with the 61%. I actually liked it after he had it cut on the 14th. I, th- I thought he just looked abs. It looked a little bit too shaggy for me on the 12th. So... That's uh, that's the result of the poll. Thanks once again for joining me on Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. I'd like to extend an invite to everybody listening to join me on Sunday's live shows on the YouTube channel and to become a member of the Discord server. We have a lot of Elvis fun on there. I'd love to hear from you during the call-in section when we discuss all things Elvis. Well, that's all for this week. I hope you can join me next time for another podcast from Elvis, the ultimate fan channel.